You're listening to episode 23 of the Coach's Wife podcast. I wish you knew how much he loves these kids. Our conversations at home about them have very little to do with football and everything to do with the choices that they are making, who they are becoming, and what's in store for their future. We care about who they are as people more than as the number on their back. When they win, he gives the credit to the players. And when they lose, he takes all the blame. There's not much glory in coaching. Welcome to the Coach's Wife Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from what it's really like being married to a coach, how we deal with critical fans, the ministry of the coaching family, and everything in between. I'm your host, Kayla Fox wife of a high school football coach and founder of the Fly Fox Apparel, a coach's wife boutique. Whether you're on your way to team dinner or picking up the slack at home while coach is at work, huddle up and rest assured you can find joy and community as a coach's wife. And it can all start right here. Hey, coaches, wives, it's me, Kayla Fox. Thank you for tuning in today. Maybe you're listening because you've been listening to every episode each week, and this one is simply the next one up. But I'm willing to bet a lot of you are listening right now just because you've unfortunately been dealing with negative comments in the stands or throughout your community about your coach, your family, your team, whatever. First of all, I'm sorry that that's happening. I'm sorry you and your family are under attack. I'm sorry you've been misunderstood, and I hope you know that here at the Coach's Wife Podcast and the Fly Fox Apparel, we get you. Inside the huddle on Facebook, you'll find coaches' wives that represent thousands of teams, but stand together as one team of wives who are there for each other, especially in times like these. So if you haven't already, join us over there and know that we are for you. Today we are talking about the ever-loving bleacher coaches that have been hurtful and how we can respond to them. No matter the level that you're at coaching-wise, I think the problem of negativity in the stands is pretty universal. In fact, some of the worst comments and heckling I've ever heard have been in the free youth leagues with volunteer coaches. It's insane. It's like if they only knew, right? If they only knew like the number of hours the staff has poured into preparing for this game, They only knew what was actually going on in the lives of the players themselves and how, yeah, you know what? Sometimes a kid is going to play his worst game because he just had the worst week. That seems to be forgotten about by the fans that just can't let things go. So what are we supposed to do about it? Should we even do anything? When do we speak up? When do we just roll our eyes and laugh because they just sound like idiots, right? (laughs) I think it's important that we understand a few things about each particular situation before we respond. And yes, notice that I'm using the word respond as opposed to react. There's a major difference here. Reacting tends to be more of like a flying off the handle kind of behavior. Like if we hear them trash talk the play calls one more time, we're just going to lose it. That's reacting. What we want to do for the sake of our dignity and of our husband's career is respond. Sometimes our response should just be ignoring the behavior. Sometimes our response should be turning around and reminding them who is sitting in front of them, which I'll get more into later. But think of responding more as like a prepared, well-thought-out game plan, thought of well in advance before the comments are ever being made. Our response will not be followed by regret. 
but of like, oh my gosh, I can't believe how self-controlled I was considering how mad I was kind of feelings. So let's consider a few things before we prepare our responses. First of all, let's think about the parent or the fan making the comments. It's easy to zero in on the one person being obnoxious, right? I mean, have you ever thought, though, about the fact that more often than not, there are hundreds of parents and fans all around you who are not making those remarks? Now, maybe they're sitting there silently because they're just going to let that guy be the obnoxious one. (laughs) And maybe they're sitting there quietly because they don't agree with what he's saying. Maybe they're so uncomfortable or shocked at their behavior. When you have those one or two fans yelling, you don't forget that the fact that there are hundreds of others around you who aren't. They aren't all out to get you as much as it feels like that sometimes. This is important because it helps us maintain some perspective. Now, let's think about what they're actually saying. Are they disagreeing with the play calls? Do they just want their kid to have the chance to play? Are they mad that the coach doesn't seem to see what they see in their kid? Or are they just straight up attacking the character of your husband or other coaches on staff? Here's the deal. Fans and parents have the right to their opinions. And they have the right to voice their opinions. Sometimes I have to remind myself that I don't always agree with my coach either. And as smart as my husband is, and as much as he knows the game of football, there is more than one way to win. There are many different theories and methods of offense and defense. All of the greatest coaches in the world could be sitting there watching the same game, each holding their own opinion for what should be done next or how a player should be used. And they're probably not wrong. Don't confuse disagreeing with what's happening in the game for hating your husband. In fact, you actually want fans in the stands who are passionate enough about your team and the game to yell and get into it. We don't want that directed at anyone in particular, but a great fan base always has people who are passionate about winning. Of course, we all know that sometimes this happens even when we are winning. Honestly, some of the most highly criticized years we've had have been the ones where we've been winning. It's like, what more do you want, people? So listen, I'm not making excuses for anyone. I'm just trying to remind you that there are real people behind all those comments who, yes, they deserve for us to assume the best in them, especially when they're not only in our stands, But guys, these are our neighbors and our community members, and they sit a few pews back from us at church. And as Christians, we're called to live at peace with others as much as we're able. And assuming the best about a person is just one easy way to do that. After all, we want them to assume the best about us and our staff, right? Of course, sometimes they're yelling not about the game or the coaching staff, but they're yelling at the ref or at a player. Hey, I get frustrated with refs too. We all do, right? But we have to realize we are at their mercy. Like we could not play the game we love if we didn't have someone there monitoring it and making those tough calls. And they could easily have family in the stands near us too that we aren't even aware of. When refs are making the play calls we don't agree with, I get upset, but I try to lead by example and be respectful. Plus, let's be real, I don't know near as much about the game as they do, and I don't want to yell or be obnoxious, only to look like an idiot because I'm wrong. Now, when they're yelling at our players, the mama bear comes out of me a little bit. For one, I recognize that a player likely has parents or family members in the stands, too, that shouldn't have to listen to that. Also, as the coach's wife, I'm usually well aware of what's going on in the life of that student. 
Guys, these kids have more pressure on them and higher expectations on them than any of us ever did at their age. What they don't need is some obnoxious fan or parent chewing them out in the stands. What they do need is grace and a lot of it. When I see these players having a particularly rough game, I'm backpedaling in my head trying to think of what they last talked about personally with Coach and me, or I wonder if that's what's maybe on their mind. Then I'm like praying for them, not just for their game to improve, because yes, I still want to win, but I'm also praying for their mindset and for their anxiousness about whatever's going on in their life to take a back seat for just a few hours so they can focus. And then I pray for wisdom for us to know how to come alongside them and help them out. So what should we do in these situations? Personally, I speak up. It's like you're attacking my own kid. I'm not rude or anything, but I have said things like, hey, their parents are right over there. Or even, he knows he messed up, you don't need to remind him. Like, those are my boys out there, and I trust that their coaches are directing them during the game and that they don't need everyone in the stands who, by the way, weren't hired to be their coach to be coaching them. Okay, now for the juicy stuff. What about when they downright attack the character of your husband? What about when they trash talk the whole game and they take it to a whole other level and it's just happening right in front of our kids? What do we do? You have options here, and I think we have to pray for discernment even on our way to the games each week so that we can respond with class and conviction. One thing you could do is just get up and walk away. And because I'm a person who enjoys a little bit of flair. <laughs> you better believe I'm not just discreetly changing seats during halftime. No, I am standing up telling my kids to grab their things because we don't need to sit here and listen to it. And when they're like, but where are we going, mommy? I'm like, baby, we are going to go find somewhere to sit where you can have fun seeing your dad for the first time this week. Look, I'm not saying it's the most recommended route to take, but have I done this? Oh, you bet your tight end I have. (laughs) Like, usually the quote-unquote dramatic move is enough to make just about everyone in the stands uncomfortable enough. Another parent will come to bat for me and tell the dude he just needs to cool it. Other times it has been bad enough that I've had to bring it to the attention of the administrators. Admin at games have so much to be watching for, I can't just assume they're hearing everything. So yes, I have had to pull one aside and let them know what was going on before. And I chose to do this on a night when the fan was obnoxious enough that I honestly was concerned he was going to lash out and do something that would, like, terrify my kids. As much as I wanted to go off on him, like, I had things to say, people. I used discernment and I let the people who get paid to deal with this deal with him. Other times, truthfully, I've just been overly friendly. I always wear my fly fox tees that clearly imply that I am the coach's wife. So I'm chatting with those around me and I'm teaching my kids when to ring their cowbell and to cheer things like, go daddy, every once in a while. I basically just try to be so overly kind and friendly that it would take someone a considerable amount of extra nerve in their life that night to blatantly trash talk the staff. Years ago, I wrote this blog post titled Dear Fans in the Stands, and I want to take a moment to read it here in case you haven't read it before. It covers all of these things and more and could be a great thing for you to share with others. So I'll be sure to link it in the show notes. Dear Fans in the Stands, I'm married to the coach of the team you're cheering for tonight. So as you sit and mingle and yell and have fun, there are a few things I want you to understand. First of all, the packed house tonight isn't coincidental. It's not because the players are popular or have large families. 
It's because of all the work done behind the scenes by the coaching staff to grow the program and build excitement. It's because of the years of building positive relationships with the program and local businesses. The coaches and the staff did this. It took strategy and time and hard work. We all have different opinions about who should play or what calls should be made. And that's okay. I mean, I certainly don't always agree with coach either. (laughs) Just remember that there are kids out there. These are kids and their moms and their dads are sitting next to you. So yell and cheer and feel all the feelings, but watch what you say. While I'm on it, I may as well remind you too that I, the coach's wife, am sitting here beside you as well. I have thick skin and I can and will roll my eyes silently at anyone who is trash talking. (laughs) But we have kids and they're sitting here every Friday night listening to what you say about their daddy. Would you want your kids to have to listen to someone talk crap about you for two hours a week? I don't think so. I just wish you understood what all coach has done for this program. I wish you knew that when you load up and leave here to go home tonight to go to sleep, my husband will be up until about 3 a.m. working on next week's film. And then he'll get up at 7 the next morning to do it all over again. And he won't stop preparing and strategizing and calling the other coaches and planning out drills and play calls for the next week. I wish you knew that when he yells at your kid, it's because he sees something in him and knows he can be better. And I wish you knew that when he doesn't yell at another kid, it's usually because he's so mad that he's just choosing self-control so that he doesn't say something he'll regret. I wish you understood that Coach doesn't have time to pick a favorite. I wish you knew that how much time he spends working, even when he's not in the field. Parent meetings and investing in youth programs and area coaches meetings and safety and concussion trainings, they're just the tip of the iceberg. And I wish you knew that on top of all of that, he works 40 plus hours a week at his day job throughout the season too. Mine's a teacher and he spends his days investing in the lives of his students and challenging them to be the best that they can be. I wish you knew how much he loves these kids. Our conversations at home about them have very little to do with football and everything to do with the choices that they are making, who they are becoming, and what's in store for their future. We care about who they are as people more than as the number on their back. When they win, he gives the credit to the players. And when they lose, he takes all the blame. There's not much glory in coaching. So find a moment at least once this season to thank a coach for what they do. They'll dismiss it and act like it was nothing, but as a coach's wife, I promise you it means so much to them. So I'm glad you're here tonight. I hope you eat a lot of good junk food and have fun catching up with your friends during the game. Thanks for keeping these things in mind as you cheer for our team tonight. Love, the coach's wife. So guys, that's it for this week. I am really sorry, again, if you have been dealing with this. Um, I I dealt with it on every level, and I understand the frustration. But I hope that you know that it's common. It's unfortunately universal. You're not alone. Everyone in the huddle on Facebook, we are for you. And if you need some place to vent and you need some place to get some ideas from or bounce some ideas off of or just to find support, Join us, and we're there for you. I promise you, you're going to love it. Until next time, I'll be over here cheering you on. If this episode encouraged you today, I'd love it if you take a moment to subscribe and leave a review. Your downloads and feedback will help me to deliver the best content that meets you right where you are. 
you're a coach's wife who could use a little pep talk once in a while, check out the Fly Fox Apparel. It's a coach's wife boutique and online community designed to bring joy and encouragement to every coach's wife. To learn more, head to theflyfoxapparel.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Fly Fox Apparel. That's F-L-Y-F-O-X Apparel.